people in front of your face. And... All right, well, kicking it off, man. <laughs> yeah, that should probably be good. Oh, kind of really? lean in a little bit unintentionally, but yeah. it just happens. We like, always do this. I don't know why. Hey, yeah, every time I, I end up like right, yeah. right up on the mic like this, right? Especially when I'm <laughs> trying to make a serious point, I'm like, and then you'll never believe what happened. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, I always give myself room to do that if I'm talking anyway. Sex playing obviously is different. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let's talk about that, man. Like, I know you had said that you thought the industry uh, of jazz was dying. Um, yeah. And so, what made you kind of realize that it was? still alive and well well to be quite honest with you i never really actually knew or thought that you know that it would i was actually there i just one day when i was i was actually trucking so at one point i was driving trucks oh oh, really yeah okay so one day i was driving trucks and i was like you know i don't know what it came to me i think i maybe have seen a video or something that may have gotten me a little motivation to kind of just you know go out and do it um but at one point i was just like you know what i think i'm gonna just drop everything and do it and it was kind of my wife who kind of you know gave me a lot of pushback um, from that, because I used to do that, you know, prior to um, me, Eve, I, right after I graduated, actually, high school, I just started playing the sax, but yeah. um, I stopped because I didn't think there was really much money in it, you know, living, and then, you know, not that it would be good enough for me to live doing it, but um, I just kind of just took a leap of faith, man, and just, that's honest with you, I never thought that people would still like it, I still kind of didn't, a little bit to this day, but, you know, I've, I've been surprised. Yeah, yeah man, I've been, surprised. I've been, I've been trying to find the time to make it out to one of your shows, I've, mm-hmm. I've never been to any live jazz events, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, so it just seems like the energy would be kind of electric, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> most of the time, you know, it's laid back, you know, and I'll try to do, um, you know, something that'll be kind of entertaining, not that stuff that just will sit there and put you to sleep, you know, because obviously yeah. there's songs like that. You know, and a lot of people like smooth. They, um, I was just, I'm trying to find the right words to say this. They confuse uh, jazz and smooth jazz. Okay. A little bit like you know, so it's more like Kitty G stuff. Okay. You know, that yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's not really like you know, um, one of what's a good example, Coltrane. Like so, you like more like upbeat stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, pop. Yeah. yeah. Well, smooth jazz is kind of popping. Yeah. Smooth jazz. So jazz can be, you know mixed. So you write your own music then. I do. I'm actually really close to finishing my first song. <laughs> I have a couple, you know, ideas. The problem is just making tracks that I'm not good at. Yeah. So I just pay people to do it. Okay. Um, but um, I'm really close to finishing my first song. It should be done within, well, it's done. I just have to get it professionally recorded. So. Oh, nice. Right. So um, it's, really, it should be done maybe like in a week or two. Okay. So Awesome. So goes <laughs> yeah, that's that's amazing, man. Honestly, I mean that's a huge that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. So is it just the saxophone, or do you do more like, uh, you know, do you have drums and stuff in there, or are you just doing like the solo? So um, I have backing tracks. So, okay. Like it's almost like I have a band, but it's all like obviously set on a timer, so like five minutes or something like that. Yeah. So um, it's just maybe like five minutes of like a backing track, and I just play with that. Okay. So it, it sounds like a band. Like if you were like not so, seeing me visually. So if you like you make it on the computer, right? Like the drums and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Or like they might be pre-made if I'm doing a cover song. Gotcha. So like every now and then I'll do vocal cover songs and stuff like that. Oh, so you sing too? Well, I don't sing. But oh, you don't. <laughs> sing. It'll just the sax does it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Right, right. So oh, I'll have man. the the sax do that, and uh, you know, but it'll it'll come across as like a voice, obviously. So okay. I'll just follow the same thing, but yeah. That sounds uh, that sounds that's interesting, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I've always been interested in how music was recorded, especially when you have solo acts like that. Right, right. Because I'm not musically inclined at all. As much yeah. as I'd love to be, it just it never clicked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's that's cool. That's re- extremely interesting. Yeah. It's uh, so what do you do? What do you do now for 
That that's my full time job. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was doing well. Every now and then, you know, I still do it. I was doing a little Uber Eats, a little DoorDash at uh, from time to time. But now I've been summertime. Actually, is really when I'm really busy, anyways. So, uh, but yeah. So I kind of caught you right before your busy season. Pretty much, actually. Wow, that's yeah, June is when everything starts. So man, yeah, I'll be in uh, Chicago in July actually too. So for two. Wow, weeks. dude, yeah. that is amazing. Yeah. Working hard, man. It's. Do you have a page solely for your sax? I think I did like your page actually mm-hmm. for yeah, your saxophone. It's, uh, Harold Dawson's with possession sax. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then finally on Instagram, HD underscore sax. I, <laughs> I find that Instagram is a lot um, more pleasant to deal with. Yeah, Do you find yeah, that actually, to be true? Actually, it is. Yeah. I, I was shying away from it just because I didn't like it. I spent most of my time, you know, working on Facebook, but you know, now I'm getting Instagram. It is a little easier though. Yeah. I it's because so, I. I said something about it to my dad, how I prefer Instagram as a platform. I think right. part of it's because they have less ads. Right. Uh, it's a little bit easier to maneuver. It started out solely as an app. And he was like, well, you know, it's the same owners now, like Facebook yeah, owns Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. But the algorithm is a bit different. Is, like, And I don't even have as many followers on Instagram as I do on right. Facebook, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is still very minimal. But right. um, it's... It's just so much easier to maneuver. You there's more there's more organic reach. I right. feel because the birth of the birth of like the hashtag was there. Right. You right, know what I mean. Right. So. I agree with that. It definitely is a lot easier to use, and you know you could just reach a certain crowd just from a simple hashtag, like you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Versus you can't do that really with Facebook unless someone's searching it up. Yeah, because yeah. you can follow a hashtag on right. on, on right. Instagram. Right. So, um, so when you're writing songs. How do you get your inspiration? Mm, like? that's, a, that's a really good question. Uh, most of the time, um, whenever I, um, whenever I want to write a, any song or anything, I kind of try to think of the general theme of the way that it makes me feel and what kind of point I'm trying to get across. But it's kind of different, obviously, with the sax versus with you know doing it with vocals because you know you have lyrics. Uh, but with the sax, I kind of just close my eyes. I kind of you know every now and then a track might help too. You know, yeah, a track. Um, and it'll give me that feel. And in a way, I just kind of try to tell a story um, through what it is that I'm trying to do as best as I can. Yeah, with yeah. The, you know, instrument. So that's awesome. I, yeah, yeah, I, there's a few songs that I, that I enjoy personally. Like, um, there's a, there's an artist I like named Martin Rev. Mm-hmm. And he was with a band named Suicide back in like the, like, 70s, like the first iteration of punk. Mm-hmm. And he played the synthesizer and he, he went out on his own after they broke up. And he has this song that he made for his wife called Maria, which mm-hmm. is his wife's right. name. And you can just kind of tell that he's really telling his wife that he loves her like right in the song. And it's right. the songs where you can kind of feel what the artist is getting across. Right. Those are some of the best songs. And it's very important to do that, too, because it, sometimes it's like I said, it can, it can be hard, you know. But once you get started and, you know, you just make sure that you obviously are making sure you're going across what you feel, what you feel, because my main problem, at least at one point, was trying to do a little too much, trying to be competitive with everybody else, what they're doing out there, instead of focusing on telling that story. Well, I I imagine it'd be hard to let your guard down with that, too, because, (laughs) like, it's one thing to play music or, or, like make art of any form, but then to put your emotion into it, to really like let it out. I imagine that's got to be difficult. Yeah, it is. And you know, every now and then, you know, at least with me, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm just being hundred percent honest and blunt, you know, I'm sure everybody else does, but I struggle with a little insecurity. Of course. You know, you know, comparing myself to somebody else all the time, you know, so um, it's that battle of me trying to put what I'm supposed to put on the track 
and then also comparing myself to somebody else. So right. like, did I really do that? Does is it good enough for it to be as good as Kenny G, Boney James, you know, other artists? Yeah, and so. especially uh, I think it's important. Like, um, now I mean I say this every episode. Of, I, I you know I do strongman. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time with that too, where it's like, okay, well, well, Eddie Hall won, you know, Britain's strongest man right. at 25. I'm 26, right. and I'm nowhere near like, yeah, that's, you I know, <laughs> and it's it's like the greats like that, like yeah. it, it's hard. You got to take a step back, and you're like, but what work did they put in right. to get there? Like right. every step that you're going through mm-hmm. is the same step that they went through, just maybe in a different way. Right. That's you know what, what I mean? Right. You're right. And you know, um, not all of us have access to the tools. You know, like people like me and you, we had to, you know. I'm not saying anybody else out there that might, you know, yeah. that might not have access to it. But, you know, me and you had to work for it. Some people had to yeah. work for it. Some people, not saying all, some people <laughs> have, you know, the fortune of having that stuff given to them. You know? It's And, and I, I'm glad you brought that up because that's one of the things that I deal with the most, I think, um, as far as, like, my place in life. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a family man. I have two kids. I have a wife. Mm-hmm. And everything that I have, not just my gym, mm-hmm. but, you know, the whole entire house, the way that I live my life, the standard that I set for myself—I've I've had to—I've had to work for that. Right. And it's hard—it's <laughs> hard to not look at people right. who were born with right. a oh, certain yeah. level already given to them, right. and you're like, right. "You, I, oh, like me and you starting from the bottom, and someone maybe starting like midway or maybe yeah, even all the way, yeah, where they're supposed to be." You know, it's—it's it's hard to not get frustrated with people it who is. were sort of born into the life that they have. Right. And it, that's where you kind of have to take a step back and look at yourself and, right. and think. You know what, where you came from. You know where you came from. And it's not even like maybe maybe they still appreciate it. Maybe right. there's I, – I, and I, would, I don't want to blanket term all of the people who were born very fortunately. Right, right, right. But I would say more so than not, um, they don't necessarily understand what they have, even if mm-hmm. they think they do. No, there no. are those select few that like – really can it, it, take a look around and see everything for what it is and realize, wow, I'm, I'm very, like, I'm, I'm willing to, I, you know, I can acknowledge things that I've been very fortunate for in my life that, you know, of course other people don't have. Like I, I was fortunate enough to be able to go to college right, and right, not so. really spend a whole lot of money because I went on my dad's GI bill. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. I, so that experience was afforded to me because of the way I was born. Right. So it, it's taking those comparisons and kind of, just appreciating what you have, right? You that, know, that's really it, and appreciating yeah. the grind, right? 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 You're right. You're right. I yeah, mean, I went to school. You know, I had the fortune of you know my mom being uh, really, to be honest, to be honest, because she had so many kids, I was able to you know go for a couple of years. You know, I mean, I eventually decided that college wasn't for me. I decided after a while, the same thing, right? And yeah. I, I eventually got my desk job. You know, I went to school for computer science, so I got it. You know, I didn't even before I even got my degree, I never got it. Um, and I actually got a sat down, you know, computer job, programming, all of what I was going to school to do, found out that I didn't like it. And now, actually, to be honest, since I had that job in Chicago, I'm glad that I went through that experience before I finished school. Yeah. Because I found out that it was something I really didn't want to do before I wasted all that time. You know, yeah. So did you have hard? Did you have a hard time coming to terms with the fact that what you thought you wanted to do wasn't really what you wanted to do? You know, I really did because I felt like I wasted a ton of time, you know, of my life um, doing something that really, to be honest, I, everybody else thought that I should have been doing because they knew I was good at computers. It's the only reason why I went. I actually wanted to be a mechanic, to be honest. Um, I, I enjoy that kind of yeah, stuff, yeah. the hands-on, nitty-gritty. Right, right. I do that stuff myself now. I just, you know, well... 
helps that I'm self-employed because you kind of have no choice. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Can't pay everybody to do something. Exactly. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, um, kind of the blessing of being middle class. Really, to be honest, <laughs> to be honest, it is. It is. Uh, you know, when you're used to paying people to do all this stuff, I mean. I'm not saying that you can't learn. It's just the willingness to learn. It's just yeah. not there as much. If you have it, if you can just pay for it. Exactly. Yeah. So. There are things where I like look and I'm like, I, I would rather honestly just pay someone to right. do that. But if it's something simple, like since becoming a homeowner, like mm-hmm. I've learned how to do a, like a myriad of things. Mm-hmm. Like, but there, I will not replace my own countertops. We're going to hire somebody for that. <laughs> right, right. But it's just like, uh, you know, like installing toilets, you know, fixing the sink, uh, putting up a new deck, a new mm-hmm. fence. Like, that's easy. Like, See, just, just you're put already in, ahead of me with that. <laughs> just put in the, well, I, no, I haven't done that. Oh, okay, I, okay. I put in, I mean, right. new toilets, you know, whatever, but. Uh, the fence and the deck, we keep kind of like, oh, we'll get to that, we'll get to that. We, eventually, it's it's going to bite us in the butt, man. Right, We're going right. to, eventually, our fence is going to fall down. We're going to be like, all right, yes, it's time to, <laughs> well, you now know. we have no choice but to do it right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that that is crazy that, you know, you, you made it all the way to Chicago, thought you had your dream job, and, yeah, I thought I did. but you're much happier now, I'd imagine. Yeah. Actually, yeah. moving back, brought my wife here. She lived in Chicago, you know. Now, but she lives here and she loves it here, you know, but she's finding herself, you know, actually she was doing nails and stuff there and she decided same thing that I decided it wasn't really something she enjoyed doing. So now she's pursuing makeup, you know, she's yeah. kind of my manager too. But is she? Yeah. Yeah. She that, is. She, she books a lot of shows for me. That's got to be nice to have the thinking taken out of where, <laughs> like taken out of where you're going to go. I would imagine she kind of knows like kind of what you do and don't want to do. Yeah. You guys work in synchronicity like that. Yeah. You kind of get to know each other, especially as your wife. Well, you know? Right, right. Well, it's a lot easier. You know, I don't even have to talk to her about it half of the time. She just kind of knows, like, hey, he's not going to do that. Or this has to be done in order for this to happen. You know, she's she's pretty good. Yeah. yeah really that's awesome, good. man. Yeah. I'm, that's that's kind of that's cool that you guys went through that sort of metamorphosis at the same time. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, actually. I kind of think of it as, but, you know, it was hard starting out. You know, we both decided to quit our jobs, move back to Clarksville, and, you know, but we made it happen. Yeah. Still making it happen. How old were you guys when you got married? I was 21. She was 20. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we got married around the same time, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that's crazy. So you guys, um, I, I guess I don't want to word this incorrectly because um, not too young to get married, but do you think that you guys definitely, hmm, I almost feel like you know what I'm trying to ask. I think I know. Yeah. You, I guys, I you guys were at one point when you got married and you went through that growth together mm-hmm. do you are you more appreciative of your growth with, with her i guess i would say absolutely but i will say this um i mean when it comes to other people like if i was like trying to give advice to someone else i think it's very important for if you're still trying to find yourself because i mean let's be honest even though we're adults we you know might grow up have a family we're still figuring things out just as much of course as, you know maybe someone that's in their teens uh, but I think it's really important to establish that, um, what's where I'm looking for, ground rules maybe with that um, other person that you're wanting to be with because, um, you know, like if you, like, I guess a good example would be I had a computer science job. I had a $75,000 a year paying job. Right. But then I decided to quit and switch temporarily to, let's just say, starting out, what was I making? Maybe like 20. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I have no clue what I'm making out, to be honest. Yeah. I have no clue. It's hard to break that but, sort yeah, of thing down right. in hours. So it's like you have stability. You, you were with me at like at least what I thought, I guess, financially may look like high point of my life. 
Yeah. But, you know. But you were kind of going crazy on the inside. Right, exactly. That, yeah. So that's one of the things that my dad said to me before my wife and I got married. Because we got married after nine months of being together. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. she got pregnant after six months. Mm -hmm. And to a lot of people, that would look like a recipe for disaster. You know what I mean? I was... I was 21, she was 23, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, my dad before was like, hey, you know, why don't you guys, like, give it a little bit longer, and right. this, this, and that, like, grow, and we've definitely hit our rough spots where growing separately before we decided to join as one kind of would have helped, but then you kind of come out the other side after you make it, like, once you make that commitment to realize, like, look, like we're in it for the long haul, no matter what, we're just going to make it through this. And you come out the other side so much stronger. Right. And I I think it's good when you find that, you know, that person that is okay and willing to make that growth with you. you Yeah. I mean, not everybody has the fortunes that maybe me and you might have. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it. People, you know, switch careers or not even at one point of their career. Maybe they just find out on a date that, you know, you're doing something that they just might feel is below you. And then, they don't want to be with that person anymore. But, yeah. Um, it's, it is hard, though. It, it's a really hard game, but you're doing it. Yeah. I'm doing I, it. I, I will say, I think one of the things, and I, I obviously I haven't found like the end-all be-all to a happy marriage, but mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest things is if you have to continue to grow. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I think, and, and I can only relate this to maybe my, my life. Right. Um, but, like, I remember my parents being extremely boring, mm-hmm. you know, when mm-hmm. I was growing up, mm-hmm. like their kind of idea of being an adult, being a parent was, okay, you get the kid off to school, you have the kid involved in extracurriculars, right. get home, dinner, whatever. And then after the kid goes to bed, they just sat and watched TV, mm-hmm. which don't yeah. get me wrong. I enjoy that from time to time, right, but right. I, a lot of times I have to have a goal, right. you know what I mean? Right. And I think, um, and you know, my parents ended up divorced, mm-hmm. um, and I, I, I really, I really think that part of a key to being happy, not just in marriage, but in life is you got to have a goal. Oh, yeah. Just you know what I mean? Growing. Yeah. Like, and outside of like, cause I, you know, I still, I still work a day job, you know, right. I really don't have a choice, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, the good I, thing is you're doing it. Yeah. I, well, I, it. I set goals at yeah. my job and then I realized like, ah, that's not enough. Like I have to set goals out outside of there. Right. You know, like I saw that list you posted where you, you want a record deal. You want, you know, to make a certain amount of money by mm-hmm. a certain amount of time. Like that's like, that's the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of hits, hits the nail on the head. Like that sort of uh will it into existence sort of thing. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like speak it, you know, speak it right. into existence. Exactly. So. Yeah, it was crazy, actually, when I posted that, because um, actually, I, I have it a book. That that book is what I call a gold book. I probably need to get another name besides that. Yeah. But um, I went to write in it again. So when I opened it, I saw that I had achieved the things that I had wrote down like a year ago, because yeah. I was actually still on the truck, and I'm still driving. I was working my day job, and you know, I was making good money, but didn't like what I was doing. You yeah. Know, I, I, I went through a big shift, man. I went through... A lot of changes. So you worked the trucking job after Chicago? Yes. Okay, so yeah. that's kind of what you guys did when you came back? Right, right, right. So actually I went to school there and then came back. and Okay. Yeah, came back with the job already. So, okay, awesome. Yeah. Uh, so what what is that like? You know, I, I, generally I think when you think of a truck driver, you think of a 
big, you know, big tubby guy, right, you know, like right. <laughs> I've, I've known a few guys who were like, Oh yeah, I drove trucks and, and they're, they're, they're not big dudes. You're not a, you're not a, a big dude. How, what, you, you, just, you don't really fit the trucker role. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I Which I lot. think is fitting that you like ended up playing the saxophone instead. Right, right, um, right. What was that? What was that like, man? That, I, I've heard some scary things about being on the road and uh, truck stops and stuff like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. A lot of robberies uh, at truck shops. And people, I would say the main thing, because that, like, I wouldn't say that's not scary, but it just didn't happen often, at least to us. I heard a lot about it. But the main thing that's just scary is just some of these drivers, man. Like, they get in front of you, you know, you eat, well, I shouldn't say we because I'm not a truck driver anymore. (laughs) Truck drivers can't stop on a dime. They use air brakes. Yeah. So it takes them a little longer to stop. And these people would just come and they would just stop. And it's just crazy and they would turn right in front of your bumper so i can't you know they can't make you know stops you know that easy it was just that was the only thing that was scary and the sleep we had a sleeper so you know you could sleep in the back of the truck you know in between loads and truck stops the sleep did not feel the same as sleeping in your bed man like you oh know, of like, course yeah, we, yeah you would get a completely different appreciation of sleeping in your bed after being on the road for week or two weeks you know yeah but i mean that that was really it i mean but it was it was it was hard but it was it was foundational. I used that to invest into my saxes and PA system. So okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was. I mean, I stayed a little longer than I was supposed to, you know. But sometimes that happens. Yeah, man. yeah. That's uh, that's sort of yeah. I, I look at I look at my job now, like, you know, I, I have a, I have a good you know I'm a team leader at Train, mm-hmm. and you know I'm it's a, it's a good job, but I kind of look at it as like um, that's not like I that's not who I am. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I, I use that to support my family and support my hobbies, right. you know, right. eventually. And, and this is a far off dream, I would imagine, but I'd like to make money doing this, you know, like yeah. this is what I enjoy and doing. You can do that. Man. Yeah. You're oh yeah, absolutely. It's just, you will. <laughs> it's realizing that, that work, right. you know, I think what a lot of people don't have is that patience. And yeah. this is one of the first times where, um, I've sort of gone into something been like, all right, I'm prepared like mm. two, three years to really find my niche, find my target yeah. audience. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, that takes time, man. Yeah, really absolutely. Does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Patience. So goes that goes to another question. How long was it before you were doing gigs where, um, firstly, you were getting paid and then you realized I can quit my job mm-hmm. and just be a sax player? Mm-hmm. Like, when did you stop playing shows for free? You, like, you finally, like, you went to a gig and you're like, I don't play for free. (laughs) So, actually, this is, this is really funny. Okay. It's funny that you asked that. So, the very first gig I did, um, was the only gig I think I did that I didn't want to, that I was okay with not getting paid. I was actually doing these on weekends. So, I eventually got a a dedicated route on the truck. So, I was, um, coming home every Friday. So, it was perfect. I would be, you know, home on Saturdays and Sundays. So, so you um, were just working all the time. Yeah, basically. Yeah. As soon as I come off the truck, I'm doing gigs. That's awesome. So, yeah. And then, um, so we did gigs on, the first time I did a gig, it was at a, a place in Hopkinsville. I believe it was called uh, Taco Express. Um, it was a, like a little uh, Mexican restaurant. Really good tacos, at least to me anyway. <laughs> Anyways, that's besides the point. So the first gig I did. Hey, it's got to be good if you remember it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So the first gig I did, I think I told the guy, I, I was very, very uh, cutthroat. You know, I just wanted to do my job. I just wanted to get out there, you know, at that time. So, you know, obviously when you want to do something, 
you're even okay with doing it for free, at least for the first time. Yeah. So um, I told the guy, I was like, hey, you know, um, I'm a saxophone player. You know, as soon as I said that, you know, and that happens often, at least when I'm going to talk to people for the first time, they kind of give me a look. They're like, oh, you're a saxophone player. You want? Are you trying to gig here? Please don't gig here. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so I asked them, I was like, hey, you know, I'm a smooth jazz saxophonist, Harold Dawson. I just want to play. Um, uh, is there is there a possibility I could do a show for you for free just to show you, you know, what kind of people I can bring in, the success that I possibly could have, you know. So I did it. Um, I ended up not getting paid, but we brought in a decent amount of people. My wife is really good with advertising. I will never probably be as good as that. <laughs> but anyways, so we did good. The guy ended up paying me $40, but that $40, oh, wow. yeah, that I, I was okay with doing for free. But um, when he, with that $40 was the first realization of me is like, okay, I can possibly make a living doing this. Yeah. So from there, we played at the brewery. We, we played, now we play at a place called the River's Edge on Saturday. We're there every Saturday. Right. Um, and after that, so this is before COVID like went to hit the fan and everything. Mm. So we finally was like, you know what? We weren't making enough money at the time to live, but we were like, you know what? We got Uber, we got DoorDash. I did it from time to time. I was like, let's just rely on that. And that really took off during COVID too. Yeah, yeah, it did actually. It was great during COVID. Yeah. But so when the gigs went down, you know, obviously we still had DoorDash and Uber and, you know, she was able to ride with me, hold the food. It was perfect. Um, But as soon as I quit, Maybe like a week or two after, that's when all the restaurants were closing down and everything. Oh, Yeah, man. so it hit me, like, it hit us pretty hard. We still were able to make a living. I actually, I can't even, I don't really know how we, re- we really actually did it. But I've had times like that, too. Yeah, so, but, um, except for God, I, sh- I could say. Yeah. But um, other than that, we, we did it. We were made, we made a living. We never were once late on rent or anything, so, I mean... It was hard, but we made it, and now we're picking up again. You know now. Yeah, so I can I can see. I yeah. see all the time. You're, you're playing Friday, Saturday. You do Sundays at all? Every now and then Sundays. Man. Every now and then Thursdays. Yeah. Sometimes I do two gigs on on Saturdays. So. So you're so when are you going to Chicago? Uh, July. I'll be July. There. I'm trying to think and make sure I'm saying this right. That first week, all the way to the twelfth. So, so I'll have a chance to come and see you before you oh, yeah. take off to Chicago. Oh, yeah, okay. Definitely, definitely. And you play at the River's Edge pretty... Yeah, I'm there every Saturday. Okay. So I'll be there this Saturday. Next Saturday, they have a private event, so I won't be there. Oh, okay. But I'll be there following that Saturday. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> that's, um, that's really wild. So you, you kind of, you realized your worth, like, very early. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I could say that the whole thing was kind of a growth experience because at one point I kind of did it, you know, I was, I was okay with doing it for really, really cheap prices, you know, then I think the only motivation between me, like going up a little bit more was, you know, cost of living. Yeah. And, yeah. um, yeah, I would say it, it was a lot of personal development, you know, um, I actually watched, I'm not trying to, and I'm not getting paid to advertise this movie, <laughs> but I actually watched a documentary called the secret. I don't know if you've ever watched that before. I have not. It I'll is, check it out though. Yeah, what was it on? It's on Netflix. If okay. Netflix. Um, it's uh, it's a really I encourage anybody that has that wants the goal set to watch that movie or even you know if you want to achieve anything in life that, that's a really good movie to watch. It's foundational for what you know transformed me you know in my way of thinking you know so but I mean once I did that once I watched that movie I think that it was a lot of personal growth and development that happened within me and not just me and my wife have seen it happen in her you know 
and and like you said, it's really really good for partners to grow together, not just one you know over the other. But yeah. After that happened, yeah, we were. I, I know I knew my worth. I I grew. Um, I I got even a better business mindset. You know. So and it was a transition, you know, especially from, you know, me and you doing what we used to do, like nine to five work, you know, yeah. telling us what to do and when to do it. But, you know, when you're doing what me and you are doing now, we, we create our own time and maybe there might be sometimes we might not feel like doing it, but we got to put in the work for it. So. Right. I, I went I've, and then I'm only I want to say you're going to be my 20th episode. Mm-hmm. Right. So I haven't been doing I've only been doing this since probably a week after Christmas. Um, or the, I think I actually uploaded the, probably maybe like, no, I uploaded one episode in 2020. And then my next episode was my buddy DeCorey. And we upload, I uploaded that a couple of days after, uh, July for, or January 1st. Mm-hmm. But, um, I've hit lapses in this where like, I, and it's funny that you say that um, watching a movie kind of solidified what you wanted to do because that's the same thing that happened with me where I actually watched Conor McGregor's documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and have you have you oh, seen yeah. that? Oh, Conor McGregor is he he has the understanding yeah. of that movie. That he's I was just telling he's you about. he's built to yeah. do what he does, yeah. and I watched that, and then I I'd been talking about I want to compete in strongman for. Mm-hmm. I think like two years. I was like, well, I'll do it next year. I'll do it next year. You Everything's too heavy. Mm-hmm. And then I watched that and I was like, I have to do this. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like as soon as that, like it just kind of switched and right. I started taking my training more seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this kind of fell by the wayside. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Unfor- unfortunately, like uh, I had a few times where I didn't maybe have like, cause you know, with anything that you do, like I would ask people, I, I would think like, man, I want to ask this person to be on, but right. I think I, I, I'm worried they're going to be like, no, that's stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which I've learned, like people want to be on podcasts. Yeah. You know, it's, it's nice to sit and talk to people right. and, and to think that like, there's people that actually want to hear you speak. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. So I did a lot of like half-assed, you know, uh, solo episodes and then something, I, I don't know what, after my last competition I did, I was like, okay, I, I'm going to get a coach. You know, I'm going to take Strongman seriously. I'm going to uh, take the podcast seriously. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was like, it, and once I decided that, it all sort of started to click where you popped up. I was like, why have I not asked Harold? Like, he plays <laughs> he plays saxophone. Like, that's what he does. Like, mm-hmm. that would be great. You know, um, you know, uh, Anthony Ortega? Yes. Okay, so he yeah. owns Vanilla Gorilla. Oh, does and he? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, it's a tattoo shop, which he talked about in high school. Yeah, He was like, man, one day I'm, I'm going to own my own tattoo shop. Well, yeah. He did it. Yeah. And he is successful. Like, yeah. he's he's living the dream. And I asked him recently, and he was like, yeah, of course, you know, I'll come on. We'll, you know, we'll have a drink and, and talk back, you know. And he actually sent me a video uh, that I watched that kind of put into words um, realizing how to structure your time, having right. that basically having your priorities set. Right. And it was a dude who made labels, mm-hmm. uh, logos for different companies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he would charge like $18,000 for a logo. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, so how many man hours do you put in? Like the, uh, someone at the seminar was asking, he was like, okay, why are you asking me that? He said, because I want to know where my $18,000 is going. He said, okay, hold on. No, no, no. So you're devaluing my time. So you're saying that if I'm, he's like, I'm really good at making logos. Mm -hmm. He's like, if I make your logo, that's a logo that's going to last for five years, Mm -hmm. you know, at least. Mm -hmm. So you're paying $18,000 for that. 
So you're telling me that if I work fast and get it to you quickly, well, then that logo is worth more, right? So then you kind of look at where, um, you know, you have to make value of your time right. over over your money. Right. You know, if that makes sense. Right. Like making yeah. money is important, but right. you're never going to get, get your time, time back. back. No, never. And that's what, man, it's, it's once you have that realization, mm. you can... The, the way you structure your day is different. Oh, yeah. It makes you wake up earlier in the day. Yeah. Uh, like, like I mean, I tell, I mean, my wife, she had a problem. I'm just using this example and hope she didn't kill me after saying <laughs> She doesn't do it anymore, so. Yeah. <laughs> but she loved, I, I can say that she loved to sleep. And she just loved to sleep and loved to just sit in the bed and watch YouTubers, you know. And, I'm, and I have nothing against that, obviously. Yeah, you know, I have but, YouTubers I watch. Right, right, which is okay. But... If you're doing it for hours and hours of the day, yep. you're begin to what's the word I'm looking for? Your focus shifts to you yourself from yourself to them. Yep. And to me, like, I don't know what it is. I think it's just ever since I've went through this mental change of, you know, the way that I think, I can't sit and do anything. Like nothing anymore. Hell no. no, no oh, I can't God, not no. do anything. Like it's I don't even it's this bad. I don't even watch TV anymore. Like, I don't, I, I really, right. every now and then I'll play video games because, you know, See, watch my anime. And that's where I stopped. <laughs> yeah. I stopped playing video games. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, oh, I, yeah, I spent a ton of time. I that. will, I'll watch, I'll watch TV, like, um, in the morning, most of the time it's in the morning. Like, I, a lot of people don't eat breakfast, which no, no, no. confuses me. Yeah. I, I have, man, I, I, I just started again. <laughs> yeah. But you feel better, right, don't right. you? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I do. I, I, do. I, I, I eat a lot. Mm-hmm. I ate a lot, at least 5,000 calories a day. Mm-hmm. And my wife, you know, one time she was like, oh, bullshit. And I was like, oh, no, I, I, I'll, let me add it up for <laughs> right, you. Right, right, um, So most of the time it's like 20 minutes in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll try to squeeze in an episode of whatever anime I'm watching or I've been watching Invincible on, right. uh, on oh, Amazon. Yeah, so good right now. yeah, on episode like six. <laughs> yeah. But I, most of that I got done today. And a lot of times if I'm, if I'm at the house with the kids – well, which I don't watch that show in front of my in front of my four year old. My one year old, he doesn't really know what's going on. But yeah, it's like, no. I had just him today, and I was like, okay, well, I got a little bit till Harold comes over. I'm gonna chill, mm-hmm. but I'm also spending time with him, right? You right. know, and it's. But I feel you on that. Not yeah. sitting like yeah. I've I've had I have friends who are like man you like. You gotta watch this show. You gotta watch this show. Watch yeah, it. I'm and like, that's where you get trapped. And I'm like, <laughs> where do you have all this time? Like, yeah, you don't understand. Yeah. Like, when I'm working overtime, mm-hmm. I still have to prioritize training. I right. still have to prioritize time with the kids, mm-hmm. time with the wife, getting right. dinner cooked. Right. All my son just started Your karate. Full. Your place full. And it's yeah. like, dog, I can't just sit at the end of the day. Like, if as soon as my kids go to bed, it's, I, it's your, I go grind to bed. Time. No, that's oh, when oh, I go oh, to bed. I see, I see, yeah, I see, like I see, I see. my grind time for training is like right after work. Right. I come, okay, I got you. I come, as long as you're fitting it in. Yeah, like I come right in. You know, I I, I get in here. I do what I got to do, which I just finished up my first week of uh, my program for my coach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly certain that man is made of pure evil. <laughs> it's it's terrible, evil. God. I've, I've never... Oh, like wow. and I haven't haven't been able to sleep as much as I'd like to like six and a half How hours. How long have you been doing it? Doing what? Your training. So training by myself, uh-huh. I got everything I learned off of YouTube. Okay, you know, like literally I when I wanted to do strongman, I typed in how to do strongman because mm-hmm. I watched Eddie Hall's documentary. And if you mm-hmm. haven't watched that, no, no. highly recommend it. You okay. don't you don't even have to like strongman to like it. His come up from being like working twelve hour shifts at a, at fixing uh, semi trucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's a I think he said he's an HGV mechanic. Mm. 
Uh, so he did that, but he was doing strongman on the side. He got his pro card, but he couldn't quit and be full-time strongman. Mm -hmm. His journey from, you know, being the 14th strongest man on the planet Mm -hmm. to pulling a world record deadlift. Mm -hmm. And then the year after that documentary came out, he won world strongest man, you know? So, um, I saw that and I was like, so you mean I can eat whatever I want and be strong. Like, <laughs> I had gone from like wanting to be really slim. I was walking around at 185 and I was just really miserable. Yeah. You know, and then I, I was like, well, maybe I want to get stronger. I watched that. And I was like, wait, that guy's really fat, but he's also strong. <laughs> right, right. And I can't be, I'm not 6'4, right, you know, right, right. Uh, but so I could at least be a heavyweight strong man. I pretty much eat whatever I want. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm much happier. But, yeah. um, but you look uh, good. No, pre- appreciate <laughs> you, man. Uh, but so I had trained myself for a while where like I'd get programs online and stuff right. like that. And I'd, I'd, I'd tailor whatever I was doing to that. And just recently in the past couple months, man, like I, I signed up for that first competition and I was like, okay, well I have to find a way to get it done, mm-hmm. you know? And I didn't do well at either of the competitions I've competed at. You know, I, I, I got, I got eighth or no, I got sixth out of like nine or 10 people. I my first one, and then I got 10th out of 13 or 14 at my last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's that experience. It's not last. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's, it's not, not last. last. And you know what's crazy is the guy that got last had mm-hmm. the most gear. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, he you know, he had, a, he had a mohawk, and he walked up with a deadlift suit on, which I will say, he deadlifted 50 more pounds than mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and a deadlift, if a deadlift suit would add 50 pounds to my deadlift... Mm-hmm. Maybe I, you know, <laughs> not that worried about it. Right, right. Um, but I place better than him in like every other event, and that's what I was like, I've, I've got to, I've got to mix something up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. So I got my coach, and uh, this is my first week. I just finished yesterday, my first week. Like, he had me doing stone extensions, mm-hmm. you know, and I've got stone burn and bruises, see, yeah. and. Whew, but, but you're doing it. I'm man. loving it, man. Yeah, it's yeah. it's amazing. Like I, I give def- yourself some time. Watch you'll see a big transformation. Oh man, I'm all, I'm all, it's, yeah, it's, feel- I, I'm sure it's in my head. Yeah. But I'm already like, man, are my are my forearms looking <laughs> thicker? My traps are popping up. Like, and uh, it's just nice. I'm waiting. I'm waiting because you. I have to upload videos for him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so he can see my form. And I'm waiting for him to message back and be like, your form is garbage, bro. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for him to just completely diminish my ego. <laughs> That's happened before where I thought right. I had a 405 squat mm-hmm. and I uploaded a video to a strongman group and I was like, hey, show off Sunday, <laughs> squatted 405. <laughs> the, I, I know my form wasn't perfect, give me pointers. And it was, they were like, dude, you suck. Like wow. all these guys were like, your form is terrible. Mm-hmm. You're not even squatting to depth. And I was like, it, that, yes. was the, that was the first death of like any ego I had where I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't even know. Like I went through like, just from one video, I yeah. went through such a huge depression. I was like, maybe I shouldn't even lift anymore. No, no. <laughs> well, and then, but you know, I went back and and I have a real four hundred five squat now. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, it's just progress, man. Yeah, 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 for sure. It. I wish I could show you my first sex playing video. I probably could, but it's it's pretty bad. Hey, man, you got, you should do like a comparison video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I should do that. that yeah, where you're like, this is how I was. <laughs> Look at what I've turned into. You know. But it would be hilarious. If you're anything like me, also, like, I don't, I don't necessarily like to brag. Yeah, you know I don't I mean? either. No. Yeah, you, I say you in don't fact, seem like the kind of guy no. that's like, look at me. In fact, I always find, and this is probably a bad thing, but I always find the things that are wrong with the things that I do. You know, and yep. everyone sees probably the good stuff, but 
I'm always finding like, ah, oh, I could have played that better. I should have done yep. this. I should have done that. Yeah. They're like, what are you talking about? You sound amazing. I'm like, nah, I could have played that better, you know? Yeah. But, oh, trust me. And I get it. Like, I'll be at work and, and <laughs> I, there's just one guy, I swear, he needs to, like, I, I'm going to hire him when I, you know, when I get rich. I'm going to... Mm-hmm. When I hire him, he's gonna I like be my. How you said when, it's gonna happen. <laughs> he's, <right. laughs> he's he's gonna be my professional uh, hype beast. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna have him around to like hype me up all the time. Hey, why am like, man? Your shoulders so wide. I'm a I'm, I'm gonna tell them put in a bigger bay door for you to walk through, man. I'm like, oh no, man. You know, like uh, I'm really not that big. It's just the shirt, like right. any anything to like. Def- I, I'm a big deflector. Yeah, like I always, I, I always like, oh no, man. You know, there's guys that are stronger than me. You know, like. And he's like, oh, no, man, you blow up. I'm like, all right, thank, thanks, Greg. I appreciate you, dude. <laughs> right, right. But it, you're you're right. That probably isn't healthy, and we should yeah. probably acknowledge more often what we actually yeah, do. Yeah, probably. I, I have a bad uh, – I'm really bad with that. It's, but I've been told like, – But that's you know, how you get better. Yeah, it is. You know? It is. I think – I've told people that, you know, I think that the growth that I've experienced has happened because I found the things that I exactly. wasn't good at instead yeah. of focusing on – yeah, I did play good. You know, you very rarely will hear me hear me say that, and yeah. I'll, I'll probably still I probably will never say that. <laughs> Just <being honest. laughs> like, uh, there's never a time where I'm like I've hit everything perfectly, all in tune. It sounds great. I've never right never said that. But it's kind of one of those things where if you're not nervous before doing something yeah. in front of a crowd, you like, you're probably not going to do good. Right, you know, right, like you right. got to have nerves to keep you alert, keep you right, on edge. Right. You know. But yeah, like that main, like, like with me now, I'm trying to make a transition from just sitting and playing to actually entertaining, you know, because, well, I've never actually ever sat still and played except for when I first started. But yeah, moving into something that is going to make people, you know, want to come out and see you. So it's always like you're saying, you're making a growth, but it's just, yeah, yeah, but I always try to, I try to find the good things like, like, like I just named another bad thing with the um, entertaining thing versus my playing. (laughs) This isn't even anything to do with playing. It's just entertaining now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm trying. But I mean, it is important to find that thing that sets you apart from, you know, any, anyone else. Right. Someone that's going to be like, I like seeing Harold over Billy Bob, you know? (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. It's, it's, it's important to have your thing and it's hard to find that because people have done a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's true, man. It's just it, it, it's a good it's a good thing though. Like I said, I mean, it keeps you growing. And the only thing that I can say that, like, I guess that I would, I mean, people, I I can see that people, like with me, I'm trying to say this the right way. Sorry, people know whenever I kind of downshoot myself, it's kind of like people are like thinking that I'm kind of like deflecting their compliments. Yeah, in a way, and I'm not trying to. It's just like saying it, it's just it just leaves that room for growth for me. Yeah. So, you know, but I've, I've learned to thank those people. Right. Know. Yeah. But behind closed doors, you know, I'm still doing the same yeah, thing. As soon as you close that door, you're like, no, no, it's all wrong. <laughs> right. Uh, this, this could have been done better. But like you said, though, I think that that if you find those things, you know, in, in, in a not a down shooting way, not in a way that, you know, puts yourself down to where you won't want to do whatever you're doing anymore. But right. it's a, in a way that makes you want to continuously grow. Yeah. You know, and I think that is what gives me the motivation, probably what gives you the motivation to keep going and doing what you're doing, you know. Absolutely. Um, and kind of like, for me, an important thing is is keeping that inspiration, that motivation, yeah. you know, and, and making it, honestly, kind of making it a habit to do what you need to do to, to get to the next, to the next thing, which, right. you know, for you would be like making sure you get your practice in, make right. sure like right. you, especially now that like 
that it's your job. Like you have <laughs> to take that time to sit down and like get that creativity flowing. Right. You know, right. but you're, you're doing a great job. You're setting a foundation. If you think about it for your family and your kids now, but even further from your kids, you're setting, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A different curve for the futures to come. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, so that's another thing too, is, um, I feel it's also important to elevate the next generation. Oh, yeah. You know, to be... You know, people don't think about that. <laughs> I always... Because the, the way that I looked at it was like, I grew up, my houses were always pretty small. Mm -hmm. You know, but then I, I, I came out of that into adulthood and I, I said, I'm not going to have any house that does not have a, a two-car garage and a mm -hmm. bonus room, mm -hmm. at least. Mm -hmm. You know, because when I was growing up, I would go to other people's houses and I was like, man... Right. Like this house is like so big, <laughs> and uh, and then I, you know, when me and my wife kind of talks about buying the, buying a house, she was like, well, we're probably gonna have to buy something that's like older construction, like what my grandma lives. And I said, no. You said it's not that. And she was like, what? What do you mean? I was like, we're not. I was like, we are not doing that. Mm -hmm. I'm not accepting that. I will mm -hmm. rent until I get what I want. Right. And right. then we found this place, and I said, see, I told you. Like, mm -hmm. I'm. I you just set that goal. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like. It's important to set standards for yourself and not allow yourself to right. drop below that. Yeah. And I think that the more that you have the like like your kids or or, or your nieces or your nephews or anybody around you, mm -hmm. uh, any any younger generation around you, they see that sort of thing and they think, right. well, that's cool. But I'm going not necessarily like as a material thing, but like I'm going to do better. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like, and it's good to have that mindset. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that sets you apart from everybody else. It's like. See, but I, I would, I, I, I don't know. That see, and that's where I'm, I'm, I'm not to deflect. I just, <laughs> I don't ever like to, I don't ever like to think that what I'm doing is what other people aren't doing. You know I what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, the mo the minute you think that, it, it takes away that drive. I see. Where you're like, saying. everybody's doing what, what this, mm -hmm. so I don't have to put in that extra time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But yeah, that's a good. That's a good. <laughs> I, I won't say anything about that. That's, that's a good mindset to keep. You know? Yeah. It just. Um, I've I've never well let me not lie I I was I was a look at me one of those you know kind of people but mm -hmm. I noticed that what the when I wasn't attaining any sort of success that's mm -hmm. when I was like mm -hmm. it was almost like let me put on this facade right you know what I mean right. Right. and I've noticed that with a lot of a lot of people who maybe I think it goes it it, it kind of takes out of what we were talking about earlier where. Uh, to be happy with your spouse, you guys both have to be driving forward. Right. To be happy with yourself, you have to be driving forward. And people who aren't necessarily, um, they don't feel fulfilled in their life. They are more of the look at me kind of people. Look what I'm doing. I think that's true. Yeah. Those, those Instagram models and all that Exactly, stuff. man. And that's, and, and so, so <laughs> that's let's, the first thing I so let's also move into that, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, was it hard for you to get into social media? Oh my and, gosh. To be honest, man, I... Before, I would say before, because now I'm actually enjoying it, but I, I really didn't like social media. In fact, if I wasn't probably doing what I'm doing now, I probably wouldn't have it. Right. But I like it now. It's cool. But yeah, it was hard. Once, you know, I'm just using this as an example. When we first started doing, at least when I first started doing social media, it was MySpace. And then yep. I thought that was cool. You I, know? I still miss MySpace. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it was a lot I more. Yeah, you can customize. Exactly. Yeah, now you just have just a blank 
page. And yeah, it's just, man. It's, it's, there's nothing like you can't. No, yeah, it's no not opening customized. song. Yeah, no, yeah, right, right. Like, no top friends. <laughs> right, yeah, the top friends. It's probably a good thing we don't have the top friends. That is that's that's a very good thing <laughs> because I remember whenever my best friend, yeah. he moved his bandmates in front of me mm-hmm. on MySpace, and I was like. Yeah. Well, I don't understand. A We've been best people, friends since second grade. A lot of people got mad at me about the top friends, man. It was crazy. Toxic, very toxic. Yeah. <laughs> Once we moved from MySpace to Facebook, and then they right when they started Instagram, I was like, I am not having. I'm not doing Instagram. I yeah. Like, I'm staying on Facebook. If everybody leaves Facebook, that's fine. I won't make another one. You know, I'm not going any further. But you know, life obviously had other plans. But actually, to be honest, I think now I would say I like Instagram a little bit more. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it's a little. To me, I thought it would be harder to use, but to me, I just the what I found out is that it's just a little bit more mobile friendly because I did everything on my right, computer yeah. at one point. But yeah, I mean, it's it's nice, it's cool, and then meeting people from the the fun thing for me is meeting people, and I don't even know how this happens, but from other states that somehow right. find out about me have no clue, you know. Um, obviously, the sharing and sharing thing happens, but meeting other people and they're saying, man, you sound really good. I hope you come here one day, blah, blah, blah. Like that stuff to me, like that feels amazing. Like, I don't even know who you are. I don't know how you found me, but that doesn't happen to me yet. Yeah. 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 No, it will. Uh, it will. I, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for it. I'm, I'm just patience. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll happen. Just stay consistent with it. Yeah. Man. It's going to happen. Um, yeah. The social media thing, I kind of agree with you where I, I've gone on hiatuses where I've deleted Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. Reddit mm-hmm. off my phone. And yeah, and I've noticed that I'm a lot more, before I had like actual goals, I was a lot more attentive to, mm-hmm. you know, the household, the kids, the wife, everything, right. because that, it's just so distracting. It's so easy to, yeah. oh, yep, yeah, let's see what's this. And you know, I, sometimes I'll like, now that I have to be back on social media, mm-hmm. I'll go to like post something for the, for the podcast and I get trapped in Facebook. Trapped like? Like, like I'm scrolling. Oh, you know, like, oh, oh, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And it's a hard thing to curb where I'm like, no, yeah. wait, hold on. What am I doing? Every now and then I find myself doing yeah, that. Yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is about that, but it, it it's, does happen. It's... um, I'll tell you what, it's... They, they got people who design slot machines to mm-hmm. work at Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, that, that makes a ton of yeah, sense. Yeah, because like... And I'm not a gambler. No, I, I've, I've been to Vegas, mm-hmm. and I would say it was really fun. I was, It's a fun experience. Right. I would definitely love to live out west someday right. because the air, I feel, is cleaner like in that in like not all the way to California but like Colorado Nevada um the the dry heat it's mm. just a lot better than like here right, you know right, where right. it's all basically you just take a shower and walk outside <laughs> yeah basically like um, especially humidity oh yo, god man yeah. but so me and my wife went she had a conference to go to for her job mm. and uh Honestly, I've sat I sat in the hotel room the whole time when she was doing her thing. I, I played video games. Mm-hmm. Like I played Fallout the whole I played new <laughs> I played New Vegas the whole time I was there. Yeah. And uh but so we I have been in a casino and I look at I look at the people on the slot machines cool, and they're man. just like they're there yeah. pumping in nickels, quarters, whatever, oh just pull, I'm like it's those but, lights. Think, but, at least I think it is. But it's it's the lights. It's the it's that dopamine dump of yeah, what if yeah, this is the, right the time, yeah. you know? And uh, I I myself have a very addictive personality. Mm-hmm. I can't do anything small time. Right. Like, um, I mean any anything, literally anything I take interest in. Mm-hmm. You know, if I see if if I like it, I have to do it a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I just it doesn't sound alluring to me now. Mm-hmm. I know that if I were to partake, I'd be like, 
okay, what's yeah. next? What's next? Yeah, yeah. I so would I just stay away from yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I understand, but it's just that, um, and this is almost going to sound condescending. I feel bad for the people that get locked into it. You know what I mean? Because in a, in a way, it's not their fault. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's the it's the company that that creates the slot machine. They found that thing in the human brain to right. trigger. As soon as you pull it down, and they're they like, they started. Yeah, yeah, they started an addiction probably without realizing it, but they yeah, started exactly. Yeah, that's the problem. And it's it's uh. It's interesting what you can get addicted to and whether or not that addiction be, can be a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, you that's know what I mean? True. That's true. Like you're probably addicted to playing sax. Oh, like of course. as soon as like <laughs> do you do you ever find yourself like if you and you the since it's your job, you probably don't go too long, but like have you ever gone with a long stint where you're like, I just I feel like I gotta do something with my hands. Oh, yeah. You know, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean video games helps a lot too. So. Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. So like you know, if I can't play, because sometimes it's it might be a little too late to play, you know, I eventually wanna get a bigger place where I can play and soundproof it but anyways, yeah it, i can be loud enough to where like neighbors can hear so if i want to still move you know i'm playing games probably nine times out of ten but i try not to spend too much time on it because you know but even so i, I actually now that you say that and i think about it i have a um i have like a little midi keyboard okay i can plug into my computer and make backing tracks Oh, so okay. I find myself doing that since you said that. It was just it just yeah. made me think of it now. But yeah. when it gets to be too late to actually record your right, saxophone, right? But you I do. can make I can still be doing something. Yeah, I that's think it's, nice. Yeah, it's a music thing, but it's also too. It's just it's my it's me moving my fingers like you're saying. Yeah, so. I had a buddy who was really really great at guitar. Yeah. Like he's amazing, all self taught. He does he he's a producer now somewhere. I don't honestly don't know where he went off to, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, a violin because I wanted to learn to play violin and never did. <laughs> but, it's a fun instrument. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it looks, and it's, it's amazing. I, I love the sound of a violin and watching people play, but even fiddling, you know, like mm-hmm. listening to like bluegrass music and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. But um, he, I think, I don't know if his mom grounded him from his guitar or he, he was spending oh, the night. Wow. I don't know if she grounded him from his guitar or if he just didn't get a chance to bring it over because he would always bring, I had a big Fender amp. Mm-hmm. And he would go to the violin, and he would just kept strumming, like playing. I was like, "What are you? What are you doing, yeah. man?" He was like, "I just, I got it. Just it has strings. strings. I have to play it." Yeah, like, he has I'm to like, pluck them. Yeah. <laughs> "Whatever, weirdo." Like, and, <laughs> and I didn't understand it then. I I get it now. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, I don't necessarily have anything like that, but I I get in a bad mood if I go too long without like lifting. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have a whole day where I'm so tired. Then as soon as I'm Still like, man, I'm like, man, I don't know how I'm going to get into this, uh, whatever. But then I get into it. And by the time I'm done, I'm like, well, I have, like, I have a lot of energy. It's right, weird. Right. Yeah. But that's, that's just, that just shows you that you're doing the thing that you, you know, yeah, yeah. enjoy doing, you know, yeah. when it doesn't feel like work to you. So what are you doing for working out, man? Is it working out? Yeah. Uh, I pretty much, I try to run. I have to do a lot of cardio after I pretty much don't have a choice now, but to do cardio and I'm for your lung capacity right? Yeah. and to be able to hold, actually, to be honest, I, I, I think I started, I would say I started a little behind the curve of other people because I don't know if you know this or not, but I was actually born with asthma. Oh, so, me too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Huh, so what's I, up? <laughs> I don't know how, Yeah. but I don't have inhalers or anything like that now. Oh, I do. Yeah. I don't have any of that, but, um, I don't know. I just say I, can, I guess I could say I'm cured of it. But every now and then, um, after going a long period of time, I can I can experience that like you know, wheezing shortness. Of yeah. But, but that happens after me running. It doesn't happen that much of playing anymore. But it did at one point. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Every now and then, um, I would after playing for a long period of time. Now I could probably play for like five or six hours. And oh wow! Run. And that the only reason why I would stop is because this is a muscle. 
Oh yeah. yeah, and that would get tired. It's not my breath. It's got your your jawline's got to be getting more defined. As... <laughs> yeah, actually, it probably is somehow. If I were to probably, if someone were to probably like X-ray it or something, that would be interesting to yeah. see, like a before and after. Yeah, I think about that too. Like when I'm squatting, mm-hmm. I, I try. Like I want to get a mouthpiece that way I can clench. Oh, because yeah. I've noticed as like I look back on old pictures of myself when I was first with my wife and really skinny, um, my face looked longer mm. you know like more narrow and now i look at myself and i'm like you got a big ass head boy <laughs> <laughs> you just like man you made a huge transformation like just seeing you just remembering the eddie i saw in uh, yeah. high school and seeing you now like you look i would never expect a transformation <laughs> i wouldn't have expected it from myself and that's another thing i wanted to bring up too is is when you were younger mm-hmm. let's say like even high school time because that's you know when we met each other mm-hmm. Would you have ever seen yourself doing what you're doing? Oh heck no, man! I thought that I I didn't honestly I didn't know what I would end up doing. Right. But I didn't think I would be doing this. I really. Yeah. Didn't. I thought that I had that same mindset, man. Like when I started, I was like, nah, no one's gonna listen to this. Might as well look at doing something else, another job. And I, also, I just like I said, man, that insecurity. I just never thought I'd be probably good enough to. Right. In addition to that, so. Yeah, it's it, it's a little bit more um, humbling, I think. We, you, I don't I don't know about you, but I get more appreciative of what I have. Oh yeah. When I take a step back and I look at where I was at, say, like the beginning, you know, fourteen years old, mm-hmm. versus now, twelve years later, and yeah. I'm like, man, I never thought that I would be doing anything like like. I don't know, man. Like, yeah. strongman was not even in my like. I used to see that on TV and be like, "Those guys are fat." But, <laughs> well, why would you want to be like that? And then, now you know, you find and doing- and I was also very much not into doing what men do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. I was like, "Well, I'm gonna fight that stereotype of like what a man should." And now I'm like, I'm like, if you're a man, you should probably know how to work <laughs> on your car a little bit. Like I'm right. definitely like, <laughs> <laughs> you get that? Like, if, if if you're a man, and you're like, no, I don't know how oil changes. I'm gonna be like. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know how oil has changed like you, but that's hilarious um, I, w- without going into like any politics or anything like people fight the gender roles and I yeah. think part of it's important yeah. man like yeah. you're hardwired as a man or a woman to do certain things and women are better at things than men and men are oh, better at things definitely. than women 100%. Like, like my wife is so much more organized than me oh yeah me too. Me- mentally f- around the house like I it, I, I take control of decorating the garage. So if that tells you anything about how nice the house is versus what the garage looks like, <laughs> I got you. I, I pretty much make sure that this is clean. You know? Right, right, right. And my mentality when I made the when I you know started the, the garage gym, I was like, I want this to be a dungeon. Right. I want it to be like this is my area of pain. <laughs> and uh, my wife was like, All right, well you have fun. Right. You I would even have this gym floor if it wasn't for her. Oh, really? Because really? I was working on the concrete. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I don't care. This, I'm a man. Like, <laughs> and uh, she's like, okay, well, have fun. I won't be out there with you. Right. And then she started getting more into here, and she was like, we got to put down floor. I was like, all right, <laughs> fine. I agree. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's how it works. Well, yeah. They're just better, especially like, this is just something small, but I, I, it's funny that you mentioned that. But my wife, like, she hates, at least at one point, I had to adjust. Uh, when we first moved in together, but uh, she hated the way that I folded towels, man. Just absolutely Dog, hated. I don't understand. I just, did, I just did a square. What was it? Just a square? Yeah, right? dude. Okay, like yeah. you, you fold it in half. You yeah. fold it in half again. You fold it in half again. Yeah. Boom. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So when I, I can't. I wish I could like, you can like videotape the way that she looked at me. But it was just the way that she looked at me when I folded this towel for the first time. She like, 
And I remember her mom was like <laughs> right beside us whenever I was folding them. And she's yeah. like, she was like, well, Autumn, you have to show him how to fold the towel. I'm like, show me how to fold a towel. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I've been it, folding this, like, this for years. It's like putting milk in the fridge the wrong way. Yeah, something, right. you know, oh, something yeah, silly, yeah. man. Like, my wife is the same way. That's why she handles laundry. Yeah, that's I don't even touch it anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dishes is my thing. I just yeah, yeah, I do, do the, the dishes. dishes. Yeah. Which she used to complain about how I loaded the dishwasher too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, you want to do laundry and dishes? All right then, back up. I I got this handled. Yeah. And uh, now now it's it's kind of funny. I look at it like I do one set of cleaning, mm-hmm. and then like I'll be like, all right, cool, I'm done. Do whatever it is you got to do because I know I did something wrong. Right. And she comes in and she does her thing, and it somehow it gets cleaner. I don't know how <laughs> right. it works. Like like I'll sweep, I'll mop, I'll I'll vacuum, and I make sure everything, all the stupid throw pillows are on the couch mm-hmm. the right way. Mm-hmm. And she comes through and and whatever it is that she does, I don't get it. Yeah, it's it it's a woman thing, I yeah, guess. See, my, I'm a little bit like with me. I've always liked love gadgets. So my wife, like, she never really dish used the dishwasher or anything like that. She washed everything by hand and all. Oh no, stuff. I can't do it. Yeah, see, I can't do that either. I'll rinse it and throw it in there. You know, ah, yeah, 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 like I do now. And then like <laughs> this this part like drives her crazy. Still drives her crazy to this day. If she ever asked me to clean up, see, we have Roombas. We have a, the iRobot, uh, and I have the mop one too. Yeah, so like she's like, clean up, okay, cool. So I'll throw throw the Roomba down right yep. after, throw the mopping Roomba, and she'll see like things are getting automatically cleaned. It, it was, I don't know what it is about it, but it drives her crazy. But see, man, it was my <laughs> wife's idea mm-hmm. to get the stupid Roomba. <laughs> I love that. Thing, and I, I mean, I use it more than she does, yeah. right? I was the one who was like. No, I don't want that. I like <laughs> something about it seems lazy to me. It's so American, like oh, I'm too. I just can't sweep. And she's like, "Well, then start sweeping more." I was like, "No, I don't want to." And she was like, "Okay, then." I'm her gift from Santa was the Roomba. The Roomba. <laughs> and uh, and then we we got it, and she set up everything on her phone, and then she never uses it. And I'm like, <laughs> when I'm home, because she works she works uh, every other Saturday. She's a the senior cause instructor at mm-hmm. Queen City. Mm-hmm. And so I'm with the boys uh, every other Saturday by myself. And whenever I try, I, I like to get things cleaned up before they lay down for now. The right. way I can do whatever the hell I want whenever right. they're laying down. While you're asleep, yeah. So uh, I'm cleaning up everything, boom, hit the Roomba, and it'll take off. And she's like, so you're using that Roomba, huh? She gets an alert on her phone. <laughs> and I'm like... Yeah, someone's got to. <laughs> well, it's got to be used. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now, now I, I I mostly use it. Honestly, though, the one thing I dislike it for is my my one year old mm-hmm. is first he was scared of it, mm-hmm. right? So he would stay away from wherever it was. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if he's scared of it, but he presses the button and then runs away. And I'm like, Elliot, bro, just sit. Please up. stop, man. Like just. Don't press it. He knows he's not supposed to do it. And that's exactly why he does it. Yeah, right. <laughs> like the other day, he pressed it, and I had been meaning to run it anyway. And my fo- like, I told him I was like, "Oh, thanks, baby." And I just act like it wasn't a big deal. My my four year old was like, "Why'd you tell him thanks? He's not allowed mm-hmm. to do that." And right. I'm like, "Whatever, man. I, I, I'm too t- I'm, I'm too tired right, right. now. I don't care." <laughs> it just gets to a, I don't know. I get to a point where uh, I'm so tired, like. You could tell me that there's a war going on, so I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, you just well, that sucks." Like, <laughs> yeah, but but man, it's really it's really good to see the progress, man, that you've made. Like, it really, is. yeah, man. Likewise, I'm I'm extremely. I Thank I, you. I honestly didn't know that that was your sole job. 
Oh, yeah, it is now. <laughs> that's yeah, That's got to be so amazing to be able to say like yeah it is but it's, you know it's cutthroat too but you know but yeah it's it's it's, yeah. it's very good it, it feels good to say you know we're not missing any meals we're doing good i'm waiting to just you know we're, we're waiting to catapult to that next you know point i'm not you know obviously i'm not a billionaire or anything like that yeah but you know but we're doing good you know yeah so, but it's we're, we're waiting for that next step i'm hoping you know well i won't say hope i know it will happen that you know everything that we wrote down is going to Happen eventually. I, I I mean I was inspired by that. I'm gonna yeah. I'm, I'm I'm gonna make a vision board for myself. I've been meaning should. to do that. That, that secret and movie it, has that in there. Does so, it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Check That's, that out. Make sure you check that out, man. It's really good. Absolutely. Well, all right, man. Uh, I guess we'll go ahead and close it up. Right. Uh, go ahead and tell people where they can see you in the immediate vicinity. Uh, like where? where yeah, like game. where you're playing at. Okay, so we pretty much play um, on Fridays. We play at Lake Barkley in Katy's, Kentucky, and then on Saturdays we're at the Rivers Edge Grill. It's like a golf course. People confuse it with the uh, Riverside. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a golf course right on Warfield Boulevard. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah yeah. 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 But that's where we are. Um, and every now and then we'll just have some random gigs that we'll be doing. And if you follow us, you'll find out. Yeah, and then your your Facebook is Harold Dawson's Sax, Sax. Mm-hmm. and your Instagram is HD underscore Sax. HD underscore Sax. Mm-hmm. Well, and if I gotta say, man, Harold Dawson, that sounds like a very smooth jazz name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. But uh, <laughs> all right, man, uh, we'll go ahead and sign off. All I right. appreciate appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely.